Hi, I'm Tara. And I'm Mike. And this is Pizza Pizza Burger. And today is what I'm calling the origin story of Peanut and Peppy. Whoa, that's epic sounding. It is epic sounding because I think two dogs that have lived almost 16 years, almost a total of 32 years, you know, if you combine them, deserve an epic title. But we have one update from last week's episode. Which is, we made our pickles. We did make pickles. And it was not how I wanted to, but it was actually very easy. I wanted to do it without boiling. Yeah. But we did boil water. Yeah, I think most methods are boil something. (laughs) Whether you're boiling the mixture itself or just like the mixture and the pickles in the jar afterwards. Right. I'm glad that we only had to boil water and this like dill pickle mixture, almost like the same kind of thing, like taco seasoning or some kind of packet that you would use to make dressing, like those ranch dressing things. It's like that. I'm glad we didn't have to boil all the cucumbers. We just had to pour the the boiling mixture into the jars that already had the cucumbers in it. Yeah. So that's good. But yeah, we haven't eaten one yet, but it'll probably be our reward after the podcast to have a pickle because it will have been 24 hours. So we don't have any listener mail from Peanut, but we are going to be talking about her a lot today. So like I alluded to, I have had Peppy and Peanut for 16 years, more than 16 years, because Peanut will be 16 in December and Peppy will be 17 in January, which means I don't remember like when we got her, like what month of the year it was. I want to say it was towards the end of a school year though, but we did get Peppy in 2005. Okay. And that means that she was born in 2005. Yeah. Because she was born in January and that means Peanut was also born in 2005 but in December. So they're 11 months apart. Yeah. Okay. And 2005 is turning out to be like a really significant year for me, which I feel like I could do a whole episode on the year of 2005 and all the ways it like ties into my life. But 2005 is when they were both born and I was in eighth grade when we got Peppy. Eighth grade. Okay. And I was in ninth grade when we got Peanut. I guess I'll back up just a little and say that I had one pet that I remember, and that is Bianca. So I had Bianca before Peppy. I was probably about five years old when we got her. And there's one other dog before that that I remember but wasn't like living with me. And that would have been my mom's dog, Muffin. Muffin. Where did Muffin live? Muffin lived with my grandparents. And she would, I think, stay with us from time to time. But my parents lived in an apartment when I was born and then moved to a house. So I think that might have been why Muffin didn't live with them. Ah, because it wasn't allowed in the apartment. I'm thinking it wasn't. So Muffin lived with my grandparents, but was my mom's dog, basically. And she was a Maltese. She was a little white Maltese. Okay. Bianca was a mutt. She was half Pomeranian and half Yorkie. So she was, I don't know, she was cute. She didn't look like either breed, I would say. Now, like that I know what the breeds would look like. But she had a lot of health issues. She had epilepsy her whole life. And I always think of the Flight of the Concords song where the girl has an epileptic dog. So I related to that. So Bianca had epilepsy. She only lived to be eight because the, ironically enough, the pills you give a dog when they have epilepsy is the same pill you give a human. It's called phenobarbital. And phenobarbital, when taken that long, gives you liver disease. I don't know if it does in humans, but it definitely does in dogs. So it gave her cirrhosis of the liver, but then she also developed pancreatitis because we gave her too much human food. Mm. So I say we. I was a child, so I can't really be blamed. 
but she only lived to be eight. So when Peanut and Peppy have now doubled that lifespan, it's pretty crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah, so my first dog, Sasha, when we got her in, I don't know, probably around the same time, maybe 2005 or six, somewhere in there. Was she a puppy? She was a puppy. She was like a husky lab mutt, like all those kinds of husky lab retriever kind of mix. So she basically got none of the good parts of any of those dogs. Not that she didn't get none of that. She was pretty cute. She looked like a kind of like a husky, but not uh, but like a, a little bit more of a retriever fur. It was interesting. She was she was cute, but she only lived like seven years because we fed her too much and she had hip issues because of her weight. She wasn't like overweight. You wouldn't look at her and say, wow, that's like a fat dog, but she was too weight, too heavy for for her size, for her size. And so it was just, I don't, I don't think um, my mom grew up with a couple dogs and my dad grew up with a dog here and there, but nothing like full time or like their dog. And we've, I've heard stories of uh, Panda. Oh, Panda was a um, uh, what's his? What are they? Beethoven and the the ones with the Beethoven. It's a, bo- it's a movie about. Oh, <laughs> uh, what kind meant. of dog is that? Um, oh, I'll, I'll look it up while necks. you uh, talk about. Anyway, uh, and then we got Olivia. Oh, Olivia! Olivia is still alive. Olivia is still alive. No idea how old she is, but she's probably nine. You don't know by now? No, I don't know exactly when they. I could probably search my a text message with thread with my mom and find a photo, or even like I could I could find out. I don't know off the top of my head. The Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard. I yeah exactly. Uh, (laughs) Couldn't couldn't think of it. Um, I don't know if I can put photos in the show notes, but what I can do is put a link to something that has photos if we'd like to include them. You can do that. Maybe I'll do that, but... Some sort of Google account. You do Google, just link to Google Drive like I've done yeah. our stuff. We'll figure out some sort of link and we'll put some pictures of the dogs. Peanut and Peppy, you can see on my channel, yeah. obviously, but I don't have anything of Olivia or any other dogs that may have passed, like Bianca. Yeah. But I was going to say, our lack of nutrition or like our parents' lack of nutrition knowledge... <sighs> that was pervasive in the 90s like all of the 90s was evidence that nobody knew anything about nutrition and it really showed in our dogs yeah because all of our dogs didn't live that long and dogs i've had since then and other people have had have had longer healthier lives just because we now know more about nutrition for ourselves and our pets yeah but in the 90s we were given dogs anything and everything And Bianca, in particular, would go into anybody's purse that was here, and she would eat everything. She would eat lipstick, full tubes of lipstick. There would be teeth marks in the metal of the lipstick. She once ate entire boxes of fundraiser candy, went through the plastic, through the box, ate the chocolate, and lived. So... It's not just that we didn't know what we were doing. She got into everything and anything. Yeah. Anything and everything she would eat. So that was her thing. She was here for a good time, not a long time, for sure. But she was very sweet, and I definitely remember her. And there's pictures of her and everything. But obviously, for more than half my life, I've had Peanut and Peppy. Yeah. And more of my adult life. And... Peppy in particular, even though we got Peanut, you know, almost, you know, within a year after Peppy, Peppy's significance is that she has been in my life before I ever dated, before I started high school, and consequently, like, college. And Peppy has been in my life for every significant life moment, basically since eighth grade. Peppy has been around longer than... I've been friends with my best friend for 15 years. Peppy's been around longer than that. Like, it's crazy. There will never be a dog in my life that will have been around for as many momentous occasions as Peppy. 
She has been here since before I ever had a boyfriend to hopefully to see me get married. Like, that's how long. And I know, like, that doesn't seem like a long time because some people get married young. I'm getting married at 31. So, like, that's saying something that she will have been here, hopefully, to see that. From me, like, at that point in my life to getting married, like, that's crazy to me. So, she's very significant in that way. I can't say the same for Peanut just because she did come in 11 months later, but, like, think of how many things. Peanut has been through almost all of the same things with me. Yeah. And you now have been in their lives for more than a quarter of it. Yeah. More than a quarter of their lives you've been around. So that's pretty significant also. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely their geriatric years. They are both geriatric is what they would be considered. That's one step above senior. (laughs) So like a lot of dogs are considered senior dogs. They are beyond that. They are geriatric. And it shows. More with Peppy than Peanut, but we'll get to that later. Whenever we talk about Peppy and Peanut, it's always this joke. There had been, like, growing up with my family, that Peppy was from a very nice neighborhood in a very nice area, a very expensive area to live in near us, in a very big house. She has always had that air of... I'm better than everyone, and I think it's due to her short time she spent in that mansion, basically. (laughs) Even though she was probably only there for a few months, it has carried into her personality. She definitely has that, I don't know what you would call it, that air about her. Yeah. Peanut, on the other hand, is from the complete opposite. Very bad neighborhood in a very bad area near us, the woman that had her and posted her online, like, first of all, Peppy had come from two purebred... We didn't even say that they're Pomeranians. No, we didn't. No. (laughs) They're Pomeranians. Peppy was born of two Pomeranians that were owned by the people that lived in the mansion, and they had, like, four puppies or whatever. We didn't even go there thinking we were going to get Peppy. We thought we were going to get this male Pomeranian, but he had been taken before we got there, and we got Peppy because she was the only one left. Oh. And obviously it was meant to be, but it would have been a real different experience, right? Like, just that little moment of those people coming and getting that dog changed my whole life. Yeah. Because now I grew up with Peppy instead. So we got her. And Do you remember what color the other dog was? Tan. Oh. Your typical, stereotypical tan Pomeranian. So, Peppy is all white except for she has a big black spot on her left and she has a black spot like around her tail. And then she has what's called a flare, which is when a dog has black or whatever color it is ears and then it kind of like goes down around their eyes and they just have this like stripe down the center of their head that is the main color that they are. I've seen it with brown. I've seen it with like reddish. Danny from the Sorry Girls comes to mind. He's a border collie that has a flare. So it's that look where the ears are a different color than the rest of them and it comes down around their eyes. That's the best way I can describe it. I think like like a typical border collie has a flare. Yeah, I think they most do. Yeah. But but not Olivia. Not Olivia. And then it's rarer in a Pomeranian. Yeah. So she's actually quite rare to have these spots and this coloring. You don't see many dogs like that. They're all usually one color. She also has little spots and she has two on her snout. And those are her beauty spots (laughs) because they literally look like beauty spots. So she's very unique, obviously, you know. Came from a nice neighborhood, a nice rich family, richer than us. I met her mother. Her mother was tan. And um, when we went and got Peanut, it was like a random posting online. We got there. It was winter. Peanut was this tiny little fluff ball 
sitting on a back porch deck in the snow alone no one was paying any attention to her i mean i assume they just let her outside to pee or whatever but you don't leave a puppy like that just unattended there was no fence yeah she could have walked down to the road but she was just sitting there in the snow and we were like this is what she does now (laughs) yeah so we brought her home i remember sitting in the back seat with her and she was so cute and fluffy and very very cute i'll put some puppy pictures in for sure in the notes and she just (laughs) didn't know like that she was going home to another dog and peppy was sitting home not knowing we left to bring another dog home you know and i think about that like we don't know what dogs know we don't know they're we know they're intelligent but we don't know the level of like a realization you know can they have a realization that like this is their life now but that day when they met each other did either of them have a realization that this is life now so here goes goes back to you talking about the nutrition so did you guys just come home and be like here pep like look you got another dog here it is yeah I'm pretty yeah. sure so now they like you to make any amount of effort like any small amount of effort either in a book the hard way and go to the library and get a book or go online like everyone else would do everything's like oh yeah take the your dog put him in a room there's like this whole protocol for introducing oh, yeah. animals yeah that people would recommend like if you were to t- go to work and say yeah we're getting another dog and we already have you know another animal any not that we're doing that but if you were to have one dog and get another younger dog so if someone will inevitably say, well, you, you should probably do this. Oh, I'm sure there's like a some, thing. it's some, you know, method of making the animals get used to each other's scents between the door and then all this stuff. That's what you do with cats. Like I see yeah. like TikToks and random stuff like that. Right. So that's like another thing of like. We didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And yeah. didn't even do the so research. So had you have, no. I- <laughs> do you think maybe Peppy would be chiller or like less I don't know because Peanut would be chiller and Peppy would be less arrogant. Peppy's always been arrogant. Let's True. make that clear. Well, fast forward to they met each other and they don't like each other. So Peppy is indifferent, I'd say, to Peanut at best. Like if Peppy's laying on the floor and Peanut walks on top of her, basically she just ignores her. Ignores her. If the tables were turned. Peanut would tear into Peppy like she had killed her entire family if for walking too close to her. Yeah. And that's the dynamic they have is Peanut is smaller, slightly smaller, but weighs more. She's dense, I say. She's like a dense body. She is smaller. She's shorter. She's younger. But she's feisty and will... Every fight they've ever had, Peanut has started. They've had fights their whole life. And they are triggered by what I consider to be nothing sometimes. Like, they'll just be standing near each other in the kitchen, and I'll be cooking, and a fight will break out. And I don't even know what happened. They haven't really ever hurt each other. They've pushed each other off of the couch. They've fallen off the couch together in a wrestling motion. They've... The worst thing that Peanut's ever done is she bit Peppy's, like, nose very close to her eye. And I thought she bit her eye because her, like, eye filled with blood. Oh, there was a little bit of blood, yeah. Yeah, that was the worst fight they ever had where there was, like, a consequence. But who knows the consequences over time of, like, them falling off of furniture in these fights. We don't know. Because it could just be aging and it could be from, like, an injury. Like, we won't ever know. But I do wonder, and I've never thought about it until you just said it, there must be a protocol to follow. And we didn't. We just literally put her down. Yeah. And Peppy had this rope toy. And I, I have a picture of the moment. You can almost see on Peppy's face, like, what? who is this and why is she touching my toy? But kind of being okay with it. And Peanut just being this little innocent puppy, like, sniffing Peppy's toy. And that was the moment that I think if dogs are capable of having a realization, Peppy had the realization that, like, oh, I have to share everything now, and this is my life now. I think we captured that moment. What did your parents do when they got Molly? 
No idea. Probably just broader. I feel like they get along, though. They get along well enough. They're both needy dogs. So, Border Collies are by nature, and Molly's just an anxious mess. So, I look at them at that more of like a welfare situation. Like they're... <laughs> Like they're what? fostering them or something. Oh. Like, like uh, these Molly wouldn't do well, I think, in any other. Probably not. Like she's not. She doesn't. Loud kid. She avoids everything. Scares her. Yeah. She did, wouldn't go on a walk. Like got scared of the walk. That's right. When we try to bring them. So she needs like two people. She needs to live with like two people. Yeah. Like and possibly another dog. Yeah, and another dog just to keep acclimated until she's matured enough she settles down yeah she realizes not everything's out together and that's kind of like the problem is my parents don't take the dogs out to do stuff and meet both both olivia and molly and even sasha were not normalized to other people besides the people in our family right and so So they barked at the mailman they you know they didn't like certain people that came around like it just they would bark or you know you have to put them in the other room just like we do when some people come in and the dogs just would bark. And yeah. And we have to kind of put them in a different room or put them in the backyard. We've only had to do that with, like, a plumber. We don't do it with family, though. Yeah. Unless, you know, someone were to have a little kid that was afraid. But the only one is your nephew, and he's not afraid of Peanut. Not in fact, all. he he likes her he, sad eyes. Yeah, he likes her for her sad eyes. That was his words, is that she had sad eyes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so and that's like a big thing. I think obviously both Peppy and Pina aren't like they protect the house or they're like they alert us of people's presence or they did. They used when to. I first moved in they would. They yeah. would and they still bark at us when we come home occasionally. But if like my parents were to come in the house They bark after they the would, fact. They bark after the but that's the point. Yeah. That's the point. They're not supposed to be the guard dog. Yeah. They're supposed to awaken the guard dog, which is why, like, you see people who, like, use guards for security essentially do that. So they have a little dog and then a they, have, big they dog. have an alert dog and then they have a guard dog. Mm-hmm. Now, some guard dogs are just always alert, so it doesn't matter. But that's like back in the day. So you think about, like, in the 1600s or like colonial times, like, that's what people would do for security. And that's why we have little dogs. Not that's not necessarily why we have little dogs, but that is how was the easy way to do it, I guess. That does make a lot of sense because obviously the little dogs are the yipper yappers, they say. Yeah. So that, you know, because the other day, for example, the mailman rang the doorbell. I've never had them ring the doorbell to actually talk to you before. And we had a package that was outgoing and... I happened to bring it inside because I thought he just didn't take it. He came back for it and was looking for it, which was very nice of him. And Peanut got out on the porch and was barking at him. But as soon as he went to pet her, she got scared and ran back in the house. Yeah. So she's not going to do anything. No. And it's like, after all these years, you finally had your chance. Here's the mailman. Uh, yeah. He's putting his hand. You could do whatever you want you to that hand. You could have bitten him. Yeah. And you ran away. Yeah. So that's your legacy like she had barked at the mailman for almost 16 years she had her chance with him dogs would kill to have a chance at the mailman and she had one and that's what happened so peanut's always been the loud one the barker and never puts the money where her mouth is occasionally except with my dad no she's gotten me good a couple times she's gotten you she's bitten my dad 10 times and she's bit me before. She bit me in the nose, which bled a long time. The nose is a bleedy spot. She's got teeth. Like, she doesn't have a lot of teeth left, but the ones she does have are sharp. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we get them. I'm, like, in eighth grade, ninth grade when we have both of them. And I remember Peppy chewed up, like, all of my shoes. So she destroyed pretty much all the shoes I had in middle school. So I had to get new high school shoes. And they chewed up like wood, table legs. And one thing in particular that they chewed up that you probably, I don't know if we still have it in the basement or something, 
for my mom's 25 years at work, she got, well, maybe not 25 if it was that, let's say 20 years, she got to choose from this catalog of like gifts. She chose a globe that was like three feet in the air on this wooden stand, like this big fancy globe with a plaque that said her name and like 20 years or whatever. They chewed the bottom of that wooden thing and destroyed it. Can you imagine working for 20 years and you get a gift and your dogs ruin it? (laughs) So that was their big thing is they like chewed everything. The only, there were, there have only been two years in my life that I didn't live with them. And it's when I had apartments elsewhere. But for their whole life, I've been here living with them. And... I'm now the primary caretaker, obviously. As soon as they have very expensive medical bills, I'm the primary caretaker. But I would like to hear your impression of them when you moved in with me, which would have been four years ago. Um, they're, My impression of them? So they were t- 11 and 12. Well, they definitely had more energy. I remember them being, like, more energetic. Well, not compared to now, but, like, your impression of them. When you met them, I guess you'd say. Oh, I guess I don't have a very strong memory of them. I remember definitely, like, being annoyed that Peanut was, like, wary of everything. Like, she didn't like me at first. Yeah, she's nervous. And it took a while to earn her trust. Peppy was more affectionate at first. But you could tell she just wanted something from me, which was pets or food or something. Yeah. So, Self-serving. Yeah, so, like, because I grew up with a, a fair amount of cats, I was used to animals just being like, whatever, leave me alone. Yeah. So, which is why I was drawn to Peanut. Because you had to earn it. Yeah, I think so. Because I knew it wasn't, like, genuine. And boy, did he. <laughs> because now he is her number one. See, not you say that, but that's not true, though. It is. No. <laughs> wow. She loves you. She'd do anything for you. He's shaking his head no on a podcast. Why not? Because she won't let me get her mats out or her... Well, she won't let anyone do that. (laughs) I know Peanut, and Peanut loves you. She's obsessed with you. She's a good dog. Baby ducky. Baby ducky. Oh, should we go through all the nicknames? I just, you should just shout them out as we go along. Yeah, we won't do a whole part of the nick. Well, most. I'm not going to be able to, if you ask me to recall all of them, I won't remember them. Right, that happens to me too. Most of the nicknames, I mean, obviously Peppy was Pep, Peanut, we just called Peanut. Um, But when we, when Mike moved in, he started doing all different nicknames and they are way better than any that I would have come up with. Um, one weird nickname that I was calling them when you moved in was they were the Ittas. Because uh-huh. I would say, Itta Pep, Itta Nut. And then they were just the Ittas. So, because they were Itta Pep and Itta Nut. So the Ittas. And that was what I was calling them. But then when Mike moved in, the first thing he started calling Peanut was Nug. Nug and then Nug Bug. And then that evolved into Nug Bug Baby Bug. <laughs> yeah. And then now it's back down to just a bug. Well, first was Little Roundhead. Little Roundhead, yeah, because Mike noticed how round her head was. <laughs> well, she would. She never. She doesn't point her ears up all the time. Well, so not she, when, when she met you. When she wants like something from you, she sits next to you and she points her ears back. And then you just see a little round. Yeah, head. and her head's a little round head. So I called her Little Round Head. That's what I first called her, I think. That's true. And that's why her Instagram is Little Round Head, if you'd like to follow her. (laughs) That's a good way to see pictures of them. Yeah. Go to Instagram. Peppy is Peppy Bombshell, which is a Riverdale spinoff of Cheryl Bombshell from Riverdale. But Little Round Head is Peanut. I do remember. Okay, you're right. Little Round Head. But... There was a, this is like how nicknames evolve. So Nug to Nugbug to Nugbug Baby Bug and then just Bug. Yeah. Like that was one evolvement. Yeah. And then Peppy, did you come up with anything before 
the pod? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, Peppy was... Oh, Meemaw Peepaw. Well, yeah, it was Meemaw. <laughs> Meemaw Peepaw. It makes no sense. Yeah? I can't even explain that one. Well, it's probably Peepaw. Peepaw. Which turned into Peepaw Meemaw. And then probably Meemaw Peepaw or whatever. <laughs> but Peepaw probably turned into Peepod. Yeah. Yes. Which turned into Pod Bod. <laughs> which turned into Pod Bod Baby. And then Pod Bod Baby Bod. Ba- <laughs> and then that just turned into Baby Bod. So just like Nug Bug Baby Bug, it's yeah, the same yeah. formula it all, it Pod Bod Baby Bod. Yeah. <laughs> Meemaw Peepaw. And then the thing about Meemaw Peepaw is the way you have to say it. Yeah, you try and say it like you're a duck. Yeah. You honk at the end, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's so like it's, a honk. Yeah. Like, Meemaw Peepaw. Yeah, and you can do it. You can change it up, but essentially, you gotta throw like it's like it's like just try and beat Donald Duck, I guess, and say it. I don't know. <laughs> Me, my peepaw. That's the closest I can get. Yeah. So the pod bod and the nug bug is pretty like common. Common, and that's been you know for a while. There's little nicknames that stick around for a little bit, like Billy Belly. Billy Belly, yeah. Billy Belly, I was obsessed with, and that's what we well, were calling was, it Peanut. Was Billy Bongo. Yeah, because her if you tap yeah. her belly, it's very it hollow. Billy, Billy Belly. Billy and probably Billy Bongo in there as well. Like yeah, there's always like different variations of it because they're nonsense words strung together <laughs> that kind of sound like the dog's name. But you know, when you have dogs that live this long you have to adapt like they change yeah you know just like a puppy is one way and then they mature and they stop chewing on things and whatever they also then like things develop as they get older so when peppy turned 10 she started taking food off the tables so if you have a side table next to the couch and you left food on it and walked away and came back it'd be gone and she'd eat, like, a whole bowl of pasta. Yeah. She would take the top English muffin half off of a bref- breakfast sandwich. Well, she ate all the meat and egg out of it once, but left the bread. <laughs> yeah, she's done every combination of a breakfast sandwich. Then we had, like, a big scare when we had a whole container of Game of Thrones Oreos on our little coffee table chest thing. And... After I left for work, like, this was a planned, like, heist. She waited until I went to work, which meant she was alone all night with these Oreos. She waited until I left for work one morning, and then Mike gets up a few hours later. She, one by one, she got the Oreo package off the table. Because we, we have a camera, so we were able to watch later on after the fact got the whole package off the table, and then would take one Oreo at a time, take an Oreo, jump up on the chair, casually enjoy and eat the Oreo, jump off the chair, grab another, go to her cozy chair, eat the Oreo. And she did that for like three hours and ended up eating a third of the package and had to go to the vet. She and had. She had to be given an IV, essentially. Yeah, she had to have an so IV. Dilute all the sugar in her system, and she was fine. Yeah, sugar and caffeine. Well, Oreos don't have real chocolate. No. So she essentially just ate a bunch of sugar. Yeah, and caffeine. Yeah, yeah. They said, and she had drop jaw where her mouth was just hanging open. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was from, exactly, but she just like came home that day with a not you know a band aid on her arm. And a big a... sack of fluid in her skin. <laughs> yeah, they did that. That was her IV, I guess. Okay, that's how they do that. And then just her mouth hanging open. But she was She was, fine. was like not anesthetized, but she was like given a... A sedative. A sedative, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'd have to look back at like what I paid for, but I have paid more money... For Peppy's health care than my own at this point, <laughs> which is good. Like, I shouldn't be unhealthy, but 
you know, for a dog to be 16, they're going to have problems. So Peppy has a few problems and they're all manageable, which is good. It's nothing like that's going to kill her in six months or anything. But she takes lots of pills and she has food that's medicine and she doesn't like it. So we have to mix it with non-medicine food. But do you have anything to say about the dogs? About the dogs? I don't know. Um, that We just did all their nicknames, I guess. Do you have a favorite memory with either of them? Um, taking Peppy's pictures. I like taking oh, your pictures. Yeah. Um, and then Peanut. There's I have a few pictures of Peanut at the RC thing remember we put her on the pedestal yes things like that like just blurry photos off an old phone kind of thing well tell us more about peppy's photo shoot well it wasn't a photo shoot i just happened to have the camera oh she made She's it a the photo most shoot. photogenic dog ever but she essentially she laid down like a half a foot from where she laid down 10 years prior and people got pictures of her yeah you have we have a canvas of it she was, like, um, in the flower bed, so we took pictures yeah, of her. Yeah, so she laid down right next to the flower, right in front of it. Right in front of, like, a bunch of nice, pretty, like, pink and red and purple flowers. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, I took some photos, and they ended up, like... She was literally, like, blinking and, like, lifting her chin up and, like, into the breeze. Yeah. And it was, like, a little windy, so, like, all of her fur is, like, sh like yep. flowing, you know? And, and so she just, like, knew... Her angles. Happening. Yeah, yeah. She knew what <laughs> Like was a happening. model. Yeah, so I still haven't gone in. I, I want to go find that raw file. Bring it into Photoshop and see if I can Photoshop the weed that's coming out. Oh, right yeah. Yeah. Um, with the, the other photo I have of her and relatively the same position. Mm -hmm. Or I can maybe just take some of her fur and put it over. I don't know. We'll have to see. But I'll definitely include that one. Uh, yeah, so like those kind of moments, I guess. And then, so nobody knows what you're talking about with the RC thing. So, you you take um, your RC cars to a BMX track. Yeah, a yeah. Small and there's one. just like uh, it's like your standard uh, BMX racing track. And Lots of hills. Yeah, it's just like a subsequent of jumps and banked turns. But yep. they have a, a podium on the side of the building. And uh, like I a threw my RC car podium. up there one day. I forget what for. I had brought Peanut with me, and uh, you kind I, of just trap her. Basically, what I would do, I would just let her run free if no one was around, and I've only ever run into like one other person there. And I would just, uh, when she would get too far, I'd walk wherever she was going if she was still on the track someplace, or I'd use the RC car to kind of like corral her in. Yeah, because uh, she's afraid of it. She's not necessarily afraid of it, but she doesn't want to be near it. Yeah. So. If she got too far, you'd drive the car yeah. past her, yeah, and then she'd turn around always, and come back towards you. Yeah. Go get her with the RC car. If I had, like, if she started running, I don't know. And yeah. I was too far away. I just run the RC car over there. But, um, yeah, so. It was a winner's podium with, like, one, two, three levels, like at the Olympics. Yeah. And you have a picture of her on top, like she won. Like she won or she's there with the car, something like that. <laughs> like a hot blonde would be next to a car. You put Peanut next to your car. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I guess it's hard for me to pick moments out of years with them. But I will say in most recent memory, I really like taking Peanut camping on the kayaks stands out to me. Oh, yeah, that too. As, like, a really special time with her. And it was just her. Because when she was little, she couldn't really go in the car because she would throw up every time. And she refused to walk on a leash, so she didn't get to go on walks. So when they were younger, Peppy was the adventurous one. Peppy could go in the car. Peppy would go to my friend's house. Peppy would go to the park. Peppy would go on walks and it's kind of flip-flopped in their later years where peanut loves the car peanut loves to go on walks and peppy's like afraid of the car so i don't know what's like flip switches flipped in their heads yeah to make them the opposite well but... i do remember reading this thing and i think it was maybe it was she shiba inu based <laughs> information i don't remember 
But it was this thing about how as dogs grow up, especially in their first year and then like later in life, they have moments in their like as they develop where they're like more susceptible to becoming afraid of things. Just like us, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So there's like these the first year of their life is divided into like you know, five sections or something. And during like the first and the fifth section, like if you that's why they have you keep dogs at home for like the first couple of weeks. One, their immunizations need to like build in their body. Oh. Or they they can't be immunized. That's it. They can't be immunized after until a certain oh. age. So if someone gets a dog, they have to the, the, within the for the first month, the dog can only walk with itself. It cannot be near other dogs mm. because it's not immunized yet. So there are, might be germs on immunized dogs that aren't going to kill them, but they'll kill the, the puppy. Yeah. So you have to like your dog just lives with your family and you alone. And then you have after that you start to work on their socialization and normalization to things. And then there's a, a part where they're like, yeah, you just chill with the dog. It's learned a bunch and it needs to rest kind of thing. And you mm-hmm. just leave it. So there's there's something like that where dogs just get, over time, they get more comfortable with things. Like right now, Peanuts like acts afraid of a lot of stuff for no random reason. Yeah. So maybe she's just going through a part where she's just like wary of things. Right. And that's why I don't like those TikToks where they'll have you like clap or something in front of your dog and if it doesn't flinch, it had never been abused. But if it flinches, someone's yeah, abused like it. Yeah, it's a very general thing. Like. I don't believe in that because Peanut has never been abused. And she, like, I don't know. I guess she could have been in those first couple months. But she never used to be as skittish. But now if you clap, she runs away. Yeah. And when she was younger, she was fine with noises. You know, she did, nothing ever bothered her. But now if, like, a spoon falls on the ground... It's the equivalent of an atomic bomb going off the way she runs away. Yeah. So she was never abused. She yeah. just something now. She's just hard of hearing now. Yeah, probably. And so... loud noises are abrupt and immediately loud. Yeah, compared know? to everything else. Well, she's probably definitely hard of hearing. And Peppy has some vision issues. Yeah. So she like trips over stuff. and Occasionally, yeah. She... She can go upstairs, but she really can't go downstairs, shouldn't go downstairs, especially like a whole flight of stairs, like from upstairs to downstairs. Sometimes if she's feeling up to it, she can go down the three steps to the backyard, but she shouldn't because we never know if she's going to fall or jump randomly off the second step, Yeah, which isn't good for her. Whereas Peanut like skips the steps because she's so like able-bodied still. You know, now they take fish oil for their joints, which is funny. But, you know, for Peppy, it's just another pill or another piece of turkey because yeah. all her pills go in turkey. So, but Peanuts, this is Peanuts' first pill. So, <laughs> we'll see. But she's been, has, she's been all right with it. Yeah, she's pretty fine. Like, we're very fortunate that only one of our dogs has major health issues. And when I say major... It's more just, like, how expensive all the medication is. Yeah, and, like, if it hadn't been caught, it would have probably severely shortened her life. Right, but we did catch it. We had to change vets. Yeah, and that's, I think that just that's happens to a lot of people until you find, maybe you get lucky that first time. Yeah. When, like, my dad doesn't like the vet they take the dog to, but that's the one they go to because it has good care or whatever. Yeah. So. You mean he doesn't like the doctor? I don't know if he doesn't like the doctor. He thinks they're too vague or, you know. But, yeah. you know, they found an issue with Olivia. And so, you know, he's happy that Olivia's still right. around. So he can't right. be mad. He's just. Our vet took two seconds to look at her and, like, maybe he listened to her heart for two seconds. And then we changed vets. And that vet found what the issue was she was having. Like, after paying attention to her for a good 20 minutes like mm-hmm. listening to her heart for a long time feeling her and everything so i trust them when they say there's other things because they're thorough yeah and you could tell when you're there that they're not trying you to have rush their you attention out. yeah and and they must you know however they book their appointments they do it well because you're not like sharing the spotlight with someone else it's not like when you go to the doctor for yourself 
where they're going like room to room dealing with like seven people at the same time. Yeah. So like while they're writing someone's prescription, they're talking to another, you know, or it seems like they are. Yeah. You, you, know, you can hear the doctor in the other room sometimes, you know, you can, yeah, because it's you know whatever. You for feel rushed. Reason. Yeah, yeah, and you do feel rushed. Like they, they're in that other room. You hear them say goodbye to someone, or like hear the door close. You may hear them walk to, you know, it's just like oh, he's going one, from one right to the other here. All right, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that type of feeling. No, you really feel that they're giving their full attention, that they're giving you time to ask questions and answering them thoroughly. And during COVID, when we couldn't go in with the dogs, um, I would bring Peppy. I brought Peppy like five or six times during COVID. And if she got blood work and there were results, I was called by the doctor. Everything was talked through with me. I was given time to ask questions. I can't say enough good things about the experience I've had with the new vet. I think that, say we were to get another dog in the future, we would probably go to them. And they're close by. Yeah, they are. It just happens to be the closest vet, which is also convenient. I don't know why my parents didn't bring them there, like, years ago. Maybe that place wasn't there. Maybe they didn't have that vet there. Maybe it, for all I know. So, and it's just, it, it, the first doctor to see Peppy was Bianca's doctor at a different office. That, yeah. So that was good because that made me feel better too. I think I had this fear or this thought in my head that they would only live like eight years because Peanut, I mean, because Bianca did. So like every like day they've lived over that has been wild to me and the fact that now we've doubled that is really crazy even though that's the life expectancy like most pomeranians or dogs under a certain weight most most small dogs live longer live longer absolutely that's like a thing like if you get a big golden retriever their life expectancy is like eight like bianca bianca should have lived to be 16 were she healthy but she wasn't there are big dog breeds that do live a long time and most of them like i would say you always hear it's not it's not the purebred dog that lives no that the the purebred 40 pound dog or 30 pound dog or even 20 pound dog that lives well past its life expectancy it's the mutt yep that got the right the best of of each right you know joints in the right nose because like <laughs> pugs are screwed from the get-go because their face is all smushed yeah although i did see something random probably on reddit of this like breeder that's like breeding bigger faces into his pugs oh to make them live to longer? make them healthier mm-hmm. so that their nose and their facial thing isn't so compressed and that's good yeah it did look interesting it looked like a pug it wasn't like some other dog yeah but just a little less smushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like this is what a pug would look like. Because everyone says pugs look like they walked into a wall. Yeah. It's like that would be what they looked like before they walked into the wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Peanut and Peppy, people don't recognize them as Pomeranians right away because they don't have that compressed ball of fluff look. Yeah. So I think maybe that's through breeding of some kind that they have a little bit more of an elongated body yeah probably just you know one out of every five is yeah something a little different and there's like those teacup pomeranians which i think are probably not healthy either but um you know that people put in their purses but they're both like sturdy peanuts very sturdy and dense as i'd say yeah they can throw their weight around for sure for being such a small dog and like yeah they don't have any like obviously they're now also a little fearless because they don't yeah. seem to get hurt that often because they don't they don't they reach terminal velocity so quickly <laughs> they're like a squirrel and they can't get injured from falls and stuff i mean they can they can but they yeah. haven't luckily they've been lucky not to fall and injure themselves you yeah know, i think you know i think peanut has you know you know i don't know what to call it hurt her back at least once or twice where you know she's got 
Well, Maybe. Peppy had like Peppy, yeah, years ago. Her her back, she slipped discs and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So like they've had their fair share of like injuries due to living. Yeah, but not like some traumatic brain no. disease. Like it's like German, like uh, golden retrievers get cancer kind of thing. Right. Well, Peppy does have. I guess I'll just say what she has because I've talked about it before. Um, she has. An enlarged heart and a heart murmur. The enlarged heart pushes on her bronchi, which makes her cough. So it's so annoying when I have to keep explaining to people. Like, I've had someone once made a joke that she was coughing up a hairball, even though, like, I've explained it five times. What's wrong with her? Her cough is caused by her heart. So I know it's confusing for people, but that can happen in a dog. And then she also has just some, like, in her blood work, her liver and her kidney levels are higher than normal. So she just takes medicine to maintain that. And basically, it just maintains where they're at. So when she gets blood work to check on that, it's just like, are the levels stable? I don't think they're ever going to go down. It's just like to keep them stable. So if we didn't do anything about it, it would get worse. So we just keep that where it is. And then the fish oil is for joints, like arthritis. And that's why peanut also takes it. But peanuts is more like in a preventative measure where Peppy like kind of needs it. And the way the vet described it at their last visit was her joints are thick, but not crunchy. And I guess crunchy is worse. Crunchy is like dried up. Yeah. Yeah. So the fish oil will keep them lubricated. I don't know. I just trust them and I give them the things. But yeah, they neither of them have had any like life threatening. Maybe the Oreo thing if we hadn't done something about it. But I feel like that could have been okay. Like say we were on vacation or something and somebody didn't know she ate all the Oreos. Yeah. That was watching her. Say she did it in hiding. <laughs> like dragged them into a, a corner or something. Yeah, behind the couch. Yeah, that's possible. That could have been life-threatening, but it turned out fine, so we've just been lucky. And they've had, like, teeth stuff. They've had teeth cleanings, and Peanut had six teeth removed at once, one time, and she was on essentially morphine, dog morphine, for a weekend, and you could tell. (laughs) She was high. She would stare. We had a prism in the window, and it had a rainbow on the ground, and this would happen for, like, an hour every day when the sun was in the right position. She never paid any attention to it. That weekend, she would just stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I... I realize I didn't say a favorite moment with Peppy. I don't have, like, one singular moment, but I will say that because I have Peanut and Peppy, and Peanut's a little bit more, like, doesn't want to sit next to you doesn't want to be cuddled. Peppy's like that loyal, wants to sit with me, wants to sleep with me in the bed, wants to follow me around all day, dog. So I think my favorite thing about Peppy is how sweet and loyal she's been to me and how like she's been there for me through so many things in my life. So it's going to be hard one day, like, to lose them because they've been with me in, like, such a unique part of your life where, like, so many things happen. Because, you know, once you get to be our age, 30, 40, 50, like, there are big life moments, but they're fewer and far between. And when you're, like, between the ages of 12 and 30 more things happen to you you graduate high school college you meet the person you probably will marry you know you have things I mean I had my mom pass away that was a big thing you know all these big huge things happened to me and she was there for all of it and so was peanut but Peppy's the one that's sitting with me wants to be next to me on the couch wants to be with me in bed you know peanut kind of does her own thing so 
it's really Peppy who's been there for me. And I really appreciate that about her. Because I know that she doesn't have to be because Peanut's not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I, you know, Peanut loves me and everything. She wants to be with me. It's just she would rather be in the same room sitting in her own bed on the floor than on the couch next to me. That's all. That's the difference. She just kind of wants her own space. And that's fine. Even like when we do let them sleep in the bedroom, she's under the bed. (laughs) Yeah. And that's her choice. But uh, I think, you know, once they're both not with us, Mike wants a Shiba Inu. Yep. I think they're cute. Funny. (laughs) They're loud. They scream. Yeah. They'll stop in the middle of a walk and just lay on the ground. They're as close to a cat as you get in dog form. I'm allergic to cats. We can't have a cat. We have cats that visit our backyard. The other thing about Peanut is that we don't think she's a dog sometimes. She's either... An alien or a robot. Alien or a robot. I was trying to say like non-biological entity from another planet that was sent here or just straight up an alien and i think that's could be why she Uh, an alien or a robot or an alien robot yes it's one of those three or a dog but you know that's a quarter of a chance chance, yeah for that at most more like maybe an eighth yeah but sometimes there's just things about her that you're like she can't be from this planet for sure she doesn't act like she was created on earth (laughs) or is carbon based so that's why i think she's so dense even though she's smaller she weighs a lot more because she has hardware inside her yeah well you can tell now that she's not senior but geriatric now that she's geriatric she's definitely like a step behind as far as processing power well that pertains to her software and i think they stopped sending updates oh hardware yeah Yeah. so the software went first i would say well her issue is she's had too many software upgrades she's running software that just barely works on the hardware she's got yeah she's like a macbook that's been updated to its like a discount our macbooks Mm-hmm. are essentially discontinued. They don't make them anymore. Yeah. And they don't support mine at all. But yours <laughs> still like I'm sure I have an, an OS update I could I could I could go to. But you know not to. But I know I probably shouldn't because it'll just break it. Like it'll just be too much. Yeah, I'm the at that I'm point. The one I'm on is probably too much. And the one that you're on is probably like you made that choice to get that new feature and you're like this is it. This is the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, this no, I've accepted that. Life. Yeah. So I think that's what Peanut is. She's at the point where one more update will wreck the computer. Yeah. She, security updates only. <laughs> if that. Yeah. Just just to keep her protected. Like antivirus, <laughs> spyware, malware. Like that's all she needs. A vast yeah. malware bytes. That's all that's installed. <laughs> that and her operating system. Does she defrag at all? No, she's not. So she's she's partitioned. She's journaled. <laughs> Mac OS X journaled. I don't know what if that you, is. If you take your iMac and you go to format a drive, there'll be specific Mac OS formats. Okay. And it's called journaled or non-journaled. There's two different kinds. She's journaled. So yeah, if you want to upgrade your hard drive, you have to set it to the Mac version if you're going to use it in a Mac. Normal... Drives in my computer, NTFS or FAT32, things yes, like yes, that, yes. like that. Yes. They have their own. She, the way that Windows operates, it can defragment the, the files. Mm-hmm. Macs don't defrag files. They journal. They, it's a journaled system. I don't have no idea what any of that means, besides the fact that I know it's different and I know it doesn't fragment the drives or the files. Uh-huh. Peanut works like that. That's again all I've been able to devise from my right because we can't open her up. Yeah, not until she. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
we can't open her up and look, and we don't have any don't connectors. Don't fix what isn't broken, right? Right. I think there's only one way to get a wire in, and she's not going to let us do that. No. So, it was a big enough fight taking her temperature at the vet. We're not going to get a wire in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we can't really connect. But that's... She must be on some kind of Wi-Fi then, because how does she get the updates? She doesn't get them through any connection with a cord no no it's um it's an arbitrary or, or obsolete still Port. in function yeah it's <laughs> it's not wi-fi it's like early wi-fi mm. uh yeah you know, if you remember looking up like so we have two types of wi-fi but back in the day like when we were going to college if you looked at specs for laptops there were like wireless b plus g plus n and it was like different types of networks. Okay. She's like on B or whatever. She's like <laughs> early wireless. Yeah, cool. Two thousand five. Yeah. Not really supported. Wireless. Did we even have wireless in two thousand five? I can't remember. Yeah, there was Wi Fi back then. So that's what she's on. Mm. And now the hardware, you know, starting to go. That's why I have the fish oil. You know, when they take her in the back in the vet, we don't know what they're able to do. That's true. And if they're even aware of what they're dealing with. But the theory is that she's been sent here to study us and that there's many like her. But Uh, they keep them spread across the world so that we don't meet each other. Or there's less of a chance that we will meet each other. Do they all look like Peanut? I don't think so. Because that would make us more likely to find each other. You know, like, what if I was on a Pomeranian forum and I started talking about the weird traits that I she know, exhibits? I have seen a few that look like her. Yeah, but they're not, they're probably real oh. dogs. Yeah. But if I were to go on, like, a Pomeranian forum and say, like, my dog has all these weird traits and another Pomeranian owner saw that, we could find each other. So there's probably, like, a few of each breed. And definitely in like different parts of the world where like language barriers would keep us from interacting so we don't find out maybe cats are involved too this episode might not even make it even make it if i'm talking about this so openly (laughs) but you know if it does get out there and you have a dog similar that's weird and is constantly scanning their ears for a signal that's a sign and they're dense for no reason that's a sign there's definitely like hardware in there and they malfunction all the time that's another thing tongue.exe happens all the time she won't even eat something and the tongue will start start going like there's signs or i guess in uh for her it'd be like dot app or whatever you max use I don't know why you think she would be a Mac. Because <laughs> that's the only way to explain her. Oh, the way it works. Yeah. I'm not saying she's like a Mac, but... Peppy's the Mac in the... You know, the, remember the old Mac PC commercials where, like, the PC... Who was it? Oh, I have to look this it up. It was What's-His-Name and What's-His-Name. Was one of um, uh, Justin Long. Yeah, yeah. And the other... I don't remember the other guy's name, but he's been in, like, a bunch of TV shows. It, I think it is Justin Long. It is Justin Long, yes. John Hodgman. Yeah. And he's Justin Long. He's been in Long. Community. He's been in, like, a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. So, he like... He plays, like, a nerdy scientist, professor. He's, he's all those kind of things. Right. So, if you've never seen this commercial, they ran from 2006 to 2009. And the PC guy is, like, in a suit. And he's a little bigger, pudgier, shorter less attractive i would say was what they were going for i don't want to say that's my opinion or anything but i think they were going for like a more typical office drone look and then justin long is like cool with his like you know cooler shoes he's like in jeans and a button-up and he's the pc or he's the mac and the other guy's the pc so it's supposed to be like the pc's the cool one or no the mac is the cool i'm confusing even myself but in the analogy, Peppy would be the Mac and Peanut would be the Why? PC. Because Peppy's like more expensive and 
more sleek looking and you know preppier and the you know the the cool kids would have the mac and preppy kids are cool in the I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, it's not that preppy kids are cool. It's like Blair Waldorf in Gossip Girl versus, you know, somebody that doesn't have a lot of money uh-huh. would, you know, not have the designer clothing and they'd have a PC computer. Probably the eight, they'd have the exact computer I had, which was an HP laptop that the battery didn't work after a year. That's what they would have. Yeah. Versus my MacBook that has lasted for almost 10 years. So she's like that. They're like that. (laughs) They're black and white. Pina is dark black. I never described her. (laughs) See, I didn't even describe her. Peppy's white. Peanut's black. Not trying to make an analogy there at all. But it's like you got light and dark. Yin and yang. They're opposites but the same. They're part of the same ecosystem. They balance each other out. They're like in Lost, the smoke monster and the other guy. Never watched it. <laughs> Lucky you. It's like that. It's like good and bad. I only watch good television. I agree with that. I unfortunately went through the Lost saga and <laughs> I wish I didn't. That would be very controversial because I have some controversial opinions about Mr. Abrams. JJ. He's a big fan. I am not a big fan. You watch a lot of his stuff. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> um, But I have regrets afterward. So I guess I could go on forever about the dogs, but I also have nothing else to say at the same time. Like, they are just... They're a big part of my life, and they've been here for more than half of it. And I hope they'll be here for a little bit longer. And I'll take all I can get. I'll give them all the pills, you know, to keep that happening. <laughs> and you're happy with them, I assume. <laughs> yeah. You enjoy living with them? Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> they are annoying sometimes, but I think every pet has their moments. And so do people. But they're your family. So... Do our dogs need, like, four beds each, or are we just millennials? Well, they don't have four beds. They have, like, two to three each. They just don't use them all. (laughs) I guess so, They're in the house, but not being used. Peppy's go-to thing right now is laying on a blanket in the doorway to your office and is always there pretty much yeah yeah just blocking the door so that's it for our origin story of peanut and peppy one came from rags one came from riches (laughs) and now they live here which is pretty average so opposites may attract us to them but they don't attract each other in this case so that's one time that didn't work out but As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. I'm Tara. And I'm Mike. And this has been Pizza Pizza Burger. Burger.